0: On this episode, you will learn how to operate in your God-given authority on a dimension that makes you unstoppable. It might look like defeat is at the door, but when you open the door on this dimension, victory and blessing will be there instead. Stay tuned. Life was bitter to the core. There was nothing to live for. Until love came. My name is Harold J. Perkins, and at the age of 17, I was selling drugs and on my way to an early grave. While sitting in my house with about 10 guys, God gave me an out of body experience, and I was lifted above the room. I could see everything moving in slow motion. After that, I got up and put those guys out, and I cried out to Jesus Christ. He came into my life with liberty and purpose. Then I ran into religion. And it has taken me over 40 years to navigate through religion to fully understand what came into me that day. This podcast is to help put you on a faster track than it took me to get through religion and experience life, liberty, and purpose on a higher level. So get ready, we're about to start a revolution. Again, welcome. I'm excited to continue talking about the authority of the believer in Jesus Christ. If you listened to the last episode, as I clearly showed in Scripture, that we, the body of Jesus Christ, have the power to change our lives and the world for good, the question has to come up, why are not more believers moving in this authority and power? On this episode, I'm going to deal with the reasons why, but I'm going to start with the number one reason. The number one reason why most believers don't walk in their authority is that they don't make the transition to the fourth dimension. We live in a three-dimensional world, but to operate like Jesus did, we have to operate in the fourth dimension like he did. The fourth dimension is governed by faith and words, words that are spoken in faith. And the devil knows this, He knows that if you operate in the fourth dimension, he can do nothing to stop you. Therefore, after you speak words in faith, he's going to show you something to the contrary of what you spoke in faith to bring you back to the third dimension. He does this by giving you something to see or something to feel that is contrary to what you spoke and believed in the fourth dimension. Let me give you an example. I shared before about an experience I had in Mexico when I was playing professional baseball. It's a perfect illustration of what I'm talking about here, how to stay in the fourth dimension and see your authority work. I went to Mexico one year and I struggled probably well over a month. I think it was close to maybe two months, but I mean, I played terrible. I mean, really, really bad. And On this particular day, I had just had my worst game. I struck out three times. And so after the game, I went and sat on the bus in the back of the bus, waiting on all the other players to come and head back to the hotel. And I did something in the fourth dimension. Now, up until this time, I had continually been saying, thank you, Lord, that my hands are blessed, that the works of my hands are blessed. And I had been confessing that, that I'm having good success, but it wasn't happening for some time. But here's what I did on the back of the bus with all kinds of emotions over me. I mean, I'm ready to quit. I'm ready to go home. And at that particular moment, I'm ready to cry. I mean, I'm ready to just have a good boo-hoo. I just was fed up. But instead of giving into those third dimension emotions and how things appear, I stepped into the fourth dimension by lifting my hands. And I said, Father, I want to thank you that the works of my hands are blessed. I want to thank you that I'm having good success. Now keep in mind, I did not feel like doing this. It, It surely hadn't been looking like this happening, but I did it nevertheless. So we go to the hotel, next morning I wake up, it's overcast, looks like it's gonna rain. I step outside and I'm gonna use my fourth dimension authority. And I say in the name of Jesus Christ, I command rain to go around the ballpark that we play this game today. I take authority over every spirit of darkness that would try to hinder what I just said. And I loose you ministering spirits to go to minister to cause what I just said, the rain to go around this ballpark. And so I go back into my hotel room. Shortly thereafter, I mean, that lightning and thundering, and I mean, it's coming down. It is raining cats and dogs, as they say. So a little after this, I decide I'm going to go to the restaurant to get some coffee. So I'm going to the restaurant, it's still raining. I mean, it's really raining. And so I'm there with the cook and I, I'm asking for a cup of coffee and they, it was later in the day, so they didn't have a pot ready. So he's making a pot of coffee for me. While he's doing that, the door is open. We can see the rain coming down and see the big old raindrops. And so the cook says, no wego go oi, no game today. Now I recognize what was taking place here. The enemy, Satan, was using this man to try to pull me back into the third dimension. But instead of me saying, oh, well, maybe we'll play, maybe we won't, here's what I said. I said, see, wego oy. In other words, we're going to play the game today. And he looked at me like I'd lost my mind. He's laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing. But I, I held fast to what I said. So we go back to the room. I resisted that temptation to be pulled back into the third dimension. I'm reading. A couple hours pass. And all of a sudden I hear no rain and the thought came, this thought came from, from the devil said, go look and see if it stopped raining. And I flinched just for a moment. Then I caught myself and I said, no, I don't have to go look. I gave the command. I know it's not. Now you may say that, come on now, Harold. Well, I recognize that he was trying to pull me back. See, if you're moving in the fourth dimension, you don't need any evidence outwardly to prove what you said and what you believe is so. You just wait and see it so you don't have to go and check and see. So anyway, I resisted, I resisted that temptation as well. So now we get ready. We go to the ballpark. We're on the bus. As we're driving up to the ballpark, you know, of course, the thoughts are coming in my mind. The devil's saying, I, ah, you know, all that rain came down. You know, this field is messed up. You know, you're not going to play. But I didn't say anything. We get to the ballpark and normally they have the field covered up and they're going to wait for an hour before the game and take it off and see if we can get this game in. Not this day. This day, we go to the park, and it looked like not one ounce of rain hit the ballpark, and the other team was taking batting practice, which is not normally what takes place when it rains like it did, but they were taking batting practice. Now, here's also what happened. I had my best, baseball game of my entire career. I hit three triples in that game. You know, I've hit had baseball, professional baseball games where I hit a couple of home runs, but I've never hit three triples in a game. And there's very few players who ever played pro- professional baseball that have hit three triples in one game. And I went on to have to my whole season. From that day on, my performance turned around and was excellent for the rest of the season. I ended up hitting three fifty, had my best year ever in eight years of playing. And by the end of that uh, season, I had signed a contract with the Baltimore Orioles to come back to the United States and play. Now, all that happened as a result of me being in the fourth dimension, not allowing Satan to pull me back into the third dimension the fourth dimension is where God is and where he operates the unseen realm when we operate in the fourth dimension we will operate like God and like Jesus if you remember the example I gave you in the last episode when the disciples woke up Jesus when there was a storm that looked like they were going to be killed Jesus gets up rebukes the storm with faith and words and it stops then he says to his disciples why are you so fearful?" And how is it that you have no faith? The reason they were so fearful and without faith was because they were operating in the third dimension, looking at what they saw. They were looking at the storm. Look, look, see, see, feel, feel is how the devil wants to pull you into the third dimension. Or I should say, look, look, see, see, feel, feel is how the devil wants to hold you in the third dimension they were looking at the storm. Jesus saw the same storm, but refused to allow it to stop him from operating in the fourth dimension. The devil does not want you to operate here, so he will give you something to see or feel. As soon as you pray and believe that you've received, or you spoke and commanded something to change, he's going to show you something to look at or to feel that says it's not so. But we have to stay in the fourth dimension and keep saying it is so until it comes to pass. Sometimes it could take a good while before it comes to pass. There have been times I exercised my authority and it took months before it came to pass. But I kept resisting the devil from pulling me back into the third dimension with what I was seeing to the contrary of what I spoke in faith. And I kept saying, it is so. I have it now. Now, you may say, how can you have it now when you don't see it? because it's already so in the fourth dimension. The fourth dimension that we cannot see is more real than this three-dimensional world that we live in because God is more real and he lives in the fourth dimension. This is the main reason why most believers are not operating like Jesus said we could. Allowing themselves to be governed by what they see or feel, Jesus did not care how bad it looked. He knew his words spoken in faith would change what he saw to what he spoke and believed. A powerful example of this is when a demon-possessed boy was brought to him. Listen to Mark chapter 9, verses 21 through 27. And he asked his father, how long has it been since this came upon him? And he said, since he was a child. And often it has cast him into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, you dumb and deaf spirit, I charge you, come out of him and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and ripped him sore and came out of him, and he was as one dead. Insomuch that many said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he rose free. Notice that when Jesus spoke, right after the situation appeared to get worse. Everybody but Jesus thought the boy was dead after Jesus spoke. This is the same tactic that the devil will use with you and I. We spoke, and things appear to be getting worse. Most believers would then give up and say this authority and God thing doesn't work. I can't tell you the number of times that the devil has done this with me over 40 years. But every time I've held fast to what I said, it came to pass. This is the number one reason and why the Bible says that we are to live by faith and not by sight. Not by what our senses are saying. Living by what we see, feel, hear, taste, or smell is living in the third dimension where our authority and power will not work. Faith spoken words raises us up to the fourth dimension where what we say and hold fast to comes to pass. Now, along with faith, we have to have patience. Lack of patience is another reason why most believers are not walking in their authority. The first place of patience is understanding that it's going to take some time to renew your mind to this way of living in the fourth dimension. You've been living your whole life in the third dimension by what your senses tell you. To live in the fourth dimension, you have to renew your mind with the Bible. Reading the New Testament to understand how Jesus and his disciples operated in the fourth dimension. Reading stories in the Old Testament where miracles happen, and it will help you to start expecting miracles in your life. The other aspect of patience you need is that after you've spoken and believed, you hold fast. One thing you need to know about the devil and his ability to stop believers from operating in their fourth dimension authority is that he is persistent. He will keep coming with lies and look, look, see, see, feel, feel to such a degree that he will wear down most believers. We have to be more persistent than him. Listen to Hebrews chapter 2. Verses 14 and 15. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, so that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. According to what I just read, the devil has already been destroyed, and Jesus destroyed him for us. He's not going to be destroyed. He's already been destroyed. Therefore, every morning we wake up with victory over all of our opposition because it's Satan who is influencing people to try to stop our success. But we have power over him. So, why are so many believers not winning in life? Because they let the devil wear them down with verse 15. Listen to verse 15 again. And deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Now, we could. Say verse 15 this way and deliver them who, through look, look, see, see, feel, feel, are held in bondage, even though they are free and have been given power over all the devil can bring against them. The devil will try to wear you out with something to see or feel, and you have to be more persistent than him. Listen to Hebrews chapter 6, verses 12 through 15 that you be not lazy but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply you. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. The promise to Abraham was the whole world. It's ours now. And the scripture said, We are blessed. The devil will bring circumstances that seem to say you're not blessed, but cursed. But Galatians 3.13 says Christ has redeemed us already from the curse of the law, but the devil will still try to sell it to you. How? By look, look, see, see, feel, feel. You're not blessed. On the fourth dimension, we are blessed no matter what we experience in the third dimension. And as we hold fast with faith and patience, we will see in the third dimension what is already ours in the fourth dimension. Now, I want you to think about how valuable this is, to be able to operate on a dimension that brings you the desires of your heart, that gives you authority and power to change your life and the world. It's available to every believer in Jesus Christ, but it seems like few are willing to learn how to operate here. Every day I'm in my Bible and in prayer. This place of dominion is not just for preachers and teachers. It's for every believer. To operate here on a consistent basis, it's going to take more than just going to church on Sunday. To master anything takes time and consistency, but nothing will pay you greater dividends than knowing the God who created you and how to use the authority and power that he has made available for you. You know, the devil will fight you on this because he does not want you to operate in this realm. He wants to be the power of the air, and he does not want you moving in this realm. So he will fight you. He will bring challenges. He will bring things against you, but you need not fear because the kingdom of God is available to you. The same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead is on the inside of you. If the devil could not stop Jesus from being raised from the dead, then he cannot stop you in any way whatsoever, because the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead is in us. You know, sometimes we discount the power that is available to us through Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is God. There's God the Father, there's God the Son, Jesus, and there's God Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit is living in us. He is the one that's on the earth. So we've got an aerial attack with the Father and the Son, and then we've got a ground attack with the Holy Spirit. When we take advantage of what's available to us, there is no way that Satan can defeat us. There are more that are for us than that are against us. And I haven't even mentioned there the angels that excel in strength that are heeding to what we say. There was one-third of the angels that rebelled. So that means that there's two-thirds of the angels that are still working on behalf of the kingdom of God. In the realm of the spirit, the devil is far outnumbered and has nowhere close to the power that's available to us. But God needs us to become equipped and become educated with what he's made available to us. And I'm saying to you, there's a group of people that God is raising up right now. And a lot of these are young people who, as I've said before, have not been religitized in other words, they're not following the traditions of religion. They have learned and are learning the Bible. They're learning their covenant. They're learning that God will honor his word and they're courageous enough to put their weight on God's word and they will see miracles and miracles and miracles come to pass. And it's going to happen in this day. We're on the verge of a revolution happening where God is going to show that he is almighty That he is all powerful, but he needs believers, those who he has given authority to, to wake up to what he's given them and begin to move in that power. It's available to us. We just have to be consistent and diligent to learn these things, to renew our mind, and to be courageous enough to speak and expect God to perform what we say. We are not the performer. Jesus said, I speak the words, and my Father does the works. I speak the words, he said, and my father does the works. We, too, are the ones that speak the word by believing what we're saying and believing that God will perform the works he will perform. You know, many religious people think that they have to perform for God. They got it backwards. God wants to perform for us. God wants to show to the world that we are his children and that he is our God. He wants to be a God to us, but we have to let him. Let me say right here, if you don't know our living Savior, Jesus Christ, you can get to know him now. Pray this prayer with me. Say, God, I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die for my sins. Jesus, I accept you into my life as my Lord and my Savior. Help me to live this life. Thank you. That's it. It's that simple. If you believe what you just prayed, he has come in. Start reading the Bible for yourself. You can start in the book of St. John and in the book of Romans, and God will begin to show you his purpose for your life, and he'll begin to show himself unto you. Okay, we'll see you on the next episode.